thankful. Thankful. Now, I know that, it's the, again, it's the time of year where many people are thinking about this child that was born, talking about Jesus Christ, that child. But we're here today because a child was born. Uh, well, actually, because two children were born. We're here today because of Jesus, first and foremost, but we're here today for this dedication service because there was a child born, there was a son that was given. And there's nothing like that firstborn where you are scared out of your mind because, number one, you don't know what it's going to be like. And once you hold that little baby in your arms for the first time and realize I'm responsible for this, not just I caused it to be here, but now I'm responsible for it. I've got to take care of it. I've got to nourish it. I've got to raise it up. It's, it can be overwhelming. It can be frightening. It can be full of uncertainty, but there's such a great wonder that comes with children and the birth of a child. Now, when we read Scripture, you know, uh, parents are filled with questions. They may not show it when they're holding the baby and saying, posting the pictures. But let me tell you, children or parents are always filled with questions. What will tomorrow bring? How can I keep my kids safe? How can I raise them right? How can I keep from killing them when they're doing things they shouldn't do? No. I'm just kidding. No. But yeah, there's always those things, those questions and what's going to happen with this child in his life and because of the days we live in. But when we read scripture about Jesus, see, we have benefit of scripture. When we read about his birth, we already know that he's going to walk on water, turn water to wine, raise the dead, give his life for us. We know that already because that's taught to us from early on. Mary and Joseph didn't have the benefit of scripture to know what would happen. They were going to be new parents just like any parent. Now they did have uh, words from the angel that told them, here's his name. He's going to be a child of the Most High, a child of the Holy Ghost. He's going to save his people from their sins. They had little bits and pieces of, of things that were told them from the angels and, and uh, things that even Elizabeth told Mary when she greeted her during her pregnancy and, and so they, they were little things that they got but still they don't know the fullness that these 33 years for Jesus would hold and it was like that for Sister Karen and Brother Dusty they got a little bit of information first of all hey you're going to have a baby it'll be due around October the end of October and then as they would go on it would be like it's going to be a boy then a name is chosen and there's little bits and pieces of information after every doctor's visit everything's fine, everything's good here's how much he's growing, here's how much he's weighing, you, you get all these things that are told you before he's born still you have no idea what it's going to actually be like when this child gets here but the Lord said it would be a wonderful thing that the joy of it would be so great it would cause you to forget and not, and which I, you know, I don't know that you ever just actually in your mind forget, but you would not regard the travail you went to to get this baby here 
for the joy of, of now having it. And so whatever Mary had to face before Jesus was born, it was worth it once he got there. And so we wonder today what, what will Archie Paul Guest be in this world? What's he going to do? Well, you know, when you read about Jesus in the scripture, you'll, you read about him as an infant, and then we read nothing else about him until he's 12. There's just years of him growing up. It's all right. He got to be a boy. I'm sure he fell and scraped his knees. I'm sure that he had to be corrected sometimes. Don't pick that up. Don't touch that. Don't go there. Come back here. He was human like we were. He got to be a little boy before he had to be the savior of the world. And so, and then after 12, we don't read about him again until he is about 30. That's what the scripture says. He was about 30. And we read about him uh, turning water into wine. And so there are things that we will watch this precious little baby boy do. There are things that uh, we will see him accomplish. We're going to watch him grow up in this church as long as the Lord tarries. And, you know, we're just going to enjoy him being this precious little boy. They're going to get to see his first teeth, his first steps, hear his first words, find out what foods he likes and doesn't like. He, they're going to watch him take his first tumble, break his first plate and glass, TV set, whatever. You know, they're going to see him do all the things that little boys do, and we'll just wait and wonder what will become of him. But I do believe just like Jesus, Jesus had divine purpose in this world. He was the Savior. He was the Lamb of God. Uh, we know from the foundation of the world. But I do believe that like all of us, that Archie Paul does have a purpose here. The boy that we are dedicating today, you know, when Jesus came into the world, the scripture describes it in different places as light came into a dark place, that it was light in the world. And, and of course, the angels were singing joy, peace on earth, goodwill toward men. It was a joyous occasion of him coming in. And, they, and it was in the middle of the night while it was dark that this Savior came into the world. It was even the light of a star that would guide people to find him. And so uh, I thought about that, and I, I thought how this little boy was born when there was a time, he, he was such a great source of joy in a time of sorrow. His, his grandfather had, had recently passed just before he was born. And, and so this little, little tiny, helpless little baby was such a great spot of happiness and joy. Actually a reminder of the words that his granddad often spoke, that God is faithful. Yeah, I thought about when this little baby was born and they said everything was all right. I, I remembered what Brother Paul would always say, God is faithful. Yes, he is. And while he still has purpose in this life to fulfill yet, for now he's just a child, a baby, an infant, and everything that it includes. But that being said, we can't just leave them to themselves. And parents have a duty to train up their children in the way they should go. 
The Bible says we train them up in the way they should go so when they're old, they will not depart from it. And that means they, we need to train them so that when they are older, they have something to hold on to. If there's nothing there, well, there's no, you can't worry about departing. But we give them something that as they grow, they have something to stand on, something to lean on, something to trust in, something to hold on to. And so uh, I would like at this point if Brother Dustin and Sister Karen, if you guys would come up front and any of the family that would like to come and stand behind them today, we welcome you to do that, friends and family that came. want especially grandparents to come and, and stand up here with them today. I'd like for some of our ministry, Sister Jessica, Brother Jake, some of our ministry, some of you ladies to come. As the family gets in, church, you gather in around them and the rest of the church if you would stand with us at this time so he's beautiful he probably wakes you up sometimes he might keep you up at night there'll be times when you're going to be like man I'm fixing to tear you up there'll be times when they'll try your, your will and your wits but they're so precious and so beautiful and such a great heritage, the scripture says, from the Lord. But as beautiful as his life is now, Brother Dusty and Sister Karen, his life will be a wreck. It will not be what God intended it to be without your input. There is a, a duty that falls upon you as the parents and then us as a church body to input we're not the parents but to be examples to be lights to be teachers he will have Sunday school the Lord tells he'll have teachers in this church he'll have a pastor in this church he'll have someone to help supplement what mom and dad are giving you've got to train him up in the fear of the Lord to love God and love his ways to love his word teach him about those things teach him all the other things Ride a bike, shoot a gun, shoot a bow, do those things, how to, how to play music, whatever it is you're going to teach him all the things that he can learn, but by all means, teach him about Jesus. Make sure he knows about the Lord so that he'll have something in his old life to hold on to. In Luke 22, we're in really in Scripture because in Luke 2 and 22, we find after the days of Mary's purification had ended that... Uh, Mary and Joseph take Jesus to the temple to offer sacrifice and to bring uh, him to the Lord. They already knew what they knew, that he was a holy child. They had the name given from the angel, but they dedicated him anyway because it meant something. It was faith. It meant something to the Lord. And, and now Karen and Dusty have brought this little wonder to us today to dedicate him to the Lord. And so at this time, we're going to pray for mom and dad. We're going to pray for the baby here in a moment. Right now, we're going to pray for mom and dad. So uh, some of you guys would come, uh, Jake, if you'll come and stand and, and get right here. I'm going to lead this prayer. Let's pray. Church, stretch your hands this way. Let's pray for mom and dad today. Precious Lord, we thank you today for Brother Dusty and Sister Karen. We thank you for this blessing that you've given them. And now, Lord, give them 
wisdom and understanding in how to raise this child up in the way he should go. Lord, give them patience. Let them be long-suffering. Let them be kind and tender-hearted. Lord, let them be firm. Let them be true. Let them raise him in sincerity and in truth, teaching him to fear you, to fear your word, to love your ways, and to serve you all the days of your life. Help them, God, and give them strength. Lord, give them faith, God. In times of sickness, and times of health, God, give them strength. Be with them every step of the way, God. Bless this mom and dad today, Lord. We ask it in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. When they brought Jesus to the temple, there was a man there, Simeon. And when he saw the baby, before he says too much, he, he blessed Mary and Joseph. And so I want to just say that the Lord bless you today. And the Lord keep you together as husband and wife, keep you in one purpose, one intent, give you all the wisdom and knowledge that you need to raise this child the way that he needs to be raised and to see him do the things that he is going to do in Jesus' name. Bless. And then he turned to the baby. And this is the part I like. If he'll stay asleep, I want to. Mm-mm. <laughs> 